Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I am your host Matthew Roberts and this is season 4, episode 70 of this daily study podcast. Thank you so much once again for joining us as we um, take our break on as usual on our Monday episode and we have a look at some listener comments and anything else that has been studied this week, either by yourselves or that you shared or by myself. Um, a bit of a short one today because the thing that I've studied this week is more of an observation really based on uh, our Come Follow Me study from last week, but it was just something which I thought was particularly interesting and wanted to share, so we'll get stuck in. Um, firstly, let's start with our listener comments, just one, the one to share this week uh, around Leah and Rachel uh, from last week that we studied. Um, they, 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 they shared... When you have a righteous desire for children that goes unfulfilled, it hurts really bad. You can doubt that God loves you or remembers you or is even there like Rachel did. I even think her her wanting her father's idols when they left, when they leave, might be because of this. She felt alone and needed all the help she could get. My brother even expressed this same feeling when he was 28 and unmarried. With Leah, she felt unloved and neglected in her marriage and thought if she did something special, then she'd be loved and happy. She kept trying to do things, have sons, so her husband would notice and love her. But in the end, I think she realised only God can give her the peace that, because that's what Judah's name, that's what the name of Judah means. The names of her children seem to indicate her relationship with her husband, whereas Judah's shows she realises God gives her this peace. These women had to have a journey to come to the Lord, just like all the men did. Um, I thought that was interesting, a, a great insight, uh, because when we looked at Leah and Rachel during the week, there was just so much to kind of consider um, and apply and liken to our lives when we looked at these two women um, who brought so much uh, to their family. Um, and so, yeah, I thought that was um, a, a really interesting way of looking into it. Um the thing that I wanted to share from my study uh, was actually um, a insight about uh, the sections that we looked at this week uh, that hadn't really occurred to me uh, until we were discussing it in our Sunday school lesson. Um, and so I'll just very briefly share that. Um, when we have Jacob meeting Esau uh, after the many years that they've been apart, we know that he does this in with, well, with some concern and worry because he hears that there's these hundreds of men coming to meet him. He he knows that Esau wanted to kill him the last time that they met. And so it was a very difficult uh, situation that um, Jacob was certain uh, was going to be very difficult to go through. Um, when he does meet Esau after the, the hours of hours of preparation and worry that he's gone through, the prayers that he's uttered, uh, and all those things, he meets him, um, he organises his, his family, as, as mentioned uh, last week, and then in verse 3, um, it says, and he passed over before them, and bowed himself to the ground seven times, until he came near to his brother. Um, I first of all hadn't noticed that he bows himself to the ground seven times, um, in, in a, a huge display of submission and uh, humility, which I think is very impressive. Um, I mean, obviously, if he's worried that his brother is there to kill him, you can understand why he's doing that. 
But what I found particularly interesting as well is that if we remember the relationship between the two and what Jacob had been promised, that this was a great sign of um, and a great and a great expression of humility, despite the fact that perhaps he could have uh, had the um, the claim that he shouldn't be served. If you remember, Jacob received the birthright blessing, and in that birthright blessing, he was promised that his older brother would serve him, uh, that he would uh, be, you know, the leader, as it were, of the family. Um, and yet we have here this expression of humility and submission that Jacob gives to Esau. And for me, that um, highlights just what a a leader or a or someone who has authority over someone else, how they need to be. Not that they rule over or preside over or that they have all the authority so that so everyone else needs to listen to them, but rather that servant leader uh, kind of role, that uh, in that person that whilst they have the birthright blessing or whilst they have the the um, call to lead, they are to serve uh, and to support and sustain those around them and to be humble, um, just as Jacob was showing here. I mean, of course, the greatest example of this um, I can think of is our Saviour, that he was the Son of God. He was uh, he was divine. He was all of these things. And yet he washed the disciples' feet. Um, you know, he served mankind. He served his fellow man. Um, and he never, I mean, he, he stated that he was the Son of God a number of times, but he never stated that he was... Um, to be their ruler at that time. Um, he talked about how people had to give the things that belonged to Caesar to Caesar. He talked about um, how you should love one another. He talked about how uh, we ought to uh, look after uh, each other and love each other. And I think that uh, this is a great example of how um, the Lord helps us to be able to understand how uh, we can be that servant leader, just as Jacob um, indicated his willing to be submissive toward Esau, despite potentially his right uh, to lead over Esau. I thought that was uh, an interesting insight, which I hadn't hadn't come up before in the study during the week. Uh, So thank you very much for listening today, and thank you for sharing this time. Please do join us tomorrow as we dive into next week's study, into the story of Joseph and a few other um, accounts and events along the way uh, as we continue through this very well-known story. Uh, And yeah, uh, join us tomorrow. Thank you very much for listening. And until we meet again.